Well, hello, and God bless you. Welcome to BlendCouragesYou.com, where we are here with the word from the Lord to help keep you encouraged to stay on the wall for the Lord. My name is Blend, and as always, I give God praise, glory, and honor for being here with all of you on this episode number 250 of our podcast. Well, BCU family, this next topic is something that we all have to deal with from time to time, and we want to make sure we're dealing with it the right way. So please take this time to go ahead and get your Bibles, your notebooks, something to write with, a snack, and settle on in. Blend encourages you, is coming to you with offenses, forgiveness, confrontation, and reconciliation. That's what's coming up next. All right, BCU family, we are going to get into our podcast content momentarily. Right now, I would like to establish protocol. So if you are a longtime listener, thank you so very much for being here. We certainly do appreciate you. And if you happen to be a first time listener, you know what? Thank you so much. We certainly appreciate you being here as well. And I'm going to ask you to consider right now making our relationship permanent. So wherever you are listening from, if you're on the blendencouragesyou.com site, if you're on Stitcher Radio, Google Play, on iTunes, or now known as Apple Podcasts, or on SoundCloud, wherever you are listening from, do me a favor and go ahead and hit the subscribe button. That's all you have to do, and that gets you in as an official part of the BCU family. Welcome. Hey there, BCU fam. Blend from BlendCouragesYou.com here with another podcast on the go. So if you all have been with me for any length of time, either in the podcast and my in-person teachings, or even in the live Bible studies that we do on Thursday nights, a common theme that comes up on a fairly regular basis is forgiveness, and reconciliation. And and what I should say is forgiveness, biblical confrontation, and reconciliation. I should put that in there. Now, I say that very loosely right this minute because I do realize that although when an offense happens, that forgiveness should come as well as the confrontation, and confrontation is biblical. It does not have to be uh, ugly. It's not an ugly thing, actually. It's a beautiful thing if it's done the right way, even if the conversation is a tougher one to have. I do realize that sometimes a reconciliation does not happen depending on the circumstance. And I can speak from personal experience that there have been some relationships down through the years that I've had where we have been on opposite sides of the spectrum uh, or offenses have taken place and we have forgiven each other and taken the stance that we were going to uh, go our separate ways, but still yet be friendly. There's nothing wrong with that. So I bring this up, BCU fam, because there was something that happened recently um, around a perceived offense. And in having that conversation, it brought back a story from a while back 
with another perceived offense and how it was taken care of. So I thought that I would tell that story from way back and then bring it into present day as the Lord leads. So this was many, many years ago uh, before the days of COVID and separation and all that we are dealing with now. Uh, There was a time in our lives, and I know it wasn't too long ago, it seems like it though, where we would go into church and, and go to different churches and fellowship. And even as a young girl, before I was saved, I was brought up in churches, you all know, my brothers and I, and we used to love to fellowship with other churches because it was other people and we got to see the other young people and it was it was something fresh and new and we just got excited about that. And there's still a little uh, excitement uh, when we get to go and fellowship with one another, uh, our other brothers and sisters in the body of Christ. And I can remember after a service where the Lord met us and uh, blessed us, uh, you know, afterwards we fellowship together. You know, it's the praise the Lord's and how are you and all of those kinds of things and the conversations sometimes that take place after church that can be almost uh, just as almost as much of a blessing as the actual service itself. There's something about that after after a worship fellowship that's just rich and it's such a blessing to me. And I don't remember exactly BCU fan, but uh, normally speaking, you know, we all kind of, people just kind of congregate together and the, the hugs and the highs and the praise of the Lord's are exchanged and conversations come up and sometimes somebody will come up and say, oh, well, I don't mean to interrupt you. I just wanted to say, you know, praise the Lord before I left, you know, that sort of thing. And we've gotten used to sort of managing all those different conversations. So apparently uh, at one point I must have been in a conversation uh, with someone and I must have gotten interrupted and I'm not sure if I was interrupted more than one time if it was one time I don't know if it was the kiddos but I had gotten interrupted and uh obviously did not finish the conversation and and when I say obviously I'm going to put some quotes around that because I didn't know that so I went on to go out to eat and do whatever I was doing for the rest of the day and I enjoyed my day went on about my business now as I was going throughout I want to say that next week there was one particular person that popped up in my mind. And we talk from time to time during the week. I typically exchange voice um, text messages or text messages just to, hey, just thinking about you, how are you, love you, that sort of thing. And I remember reaching out to this individual, and they reached out back again. And then I believe they popped up in my mind a second time because I hadn't seen them uh, in church for a little bit. And I know that this uh, particular person has some uh, medical situations. And from time to time, I know that keeps them out of service. So I thought to reach out to them via telephone. And I did that. We had a conversation. It was a little short and a little chopped, but I did not pay any attention to it because this is how the person usually uh, conducts themselves when they're not in the best physical health. It's not going to be a long, uh, very robust conversation. So I thought nothing of it, BCU fam. And I want to say, if memory serves, I reached out a couple of more times and uh, just, you know, regular conversation, whether it was via text message or us talking short, but not a problem. So just left it at that. Didn't think anything of it. Not one flag was raised up in my spirit at all. Now, something happened where I think I had reached out to this person 
another time. I don't know if it was a hello or if I had a specific question. I don't remember what led me to reach out to this individual. And BCU fam, can I tell you all that this person reached back out to me with a scathing text message. Now, of course, I'm not going to go into detail about what was in the message. What I will say is that there were some very unflattering and angry things that were said about how I treated this person uh, during or after this service. Now, mind you, BCU fam, that I got the, the scathing text message probably about a month six weeks after that service. Now, I thank God for the memory that he has given me. I I could not remember in detail, though, anything <laughs> that happened that day, uh, specifically conversation-wise, because it was just a normal, you know, getting out of church conversation with everyone. So there was nothing that stood out to me. But suffice it to say that, and this is going back to my point, that I obviously was in a conversation with this person and had gotten interrupted and did not go back to the conversation. And this apparently offended the individual. And they let me know that they were offended by that. Now, again, BCU fam, because of the busyness of the day or of that particular time, I really don't recall. I didn't pay any attention. And as I was reading this and went back to, I felt like I I needed to actually talk to this person. Uh, We needed to have a voice conversation to get this all cleared up. And as I got on the phone with the individual and as they were recalling the events, immediately in my spirit, I got irritated. I'm just going to say it. I got irritated and I was thinking to myself, listen, you know, we have known each other for so long. Why on earth would you even think this way? What is going on here? What kind of monkey shine is this? And that was just, you know, my flesh reacting to someone attacking or besmirching my character. And as I, and I give God praise for this, as I listen with the intent to hear what the person was saying. And here's where James chapter 1, verse number 19 comes into effect. The Bible tells us to be slow to speak, slow to wrath, and quick to hear. And very often, BCU fam, the quick to hear is quick to hear the person and what they're saying and also being quick to hearing what the word of God or what the voice of God is telling us at that time. Because as we acknowledge him, as I was praying, he's going to direct you as to what to say and to do. So as I was listening to this this individual, um, the Lord let me know that I needed to apologize even though I, I know that I didn't do anything wrong, I know that I didn't intentionally offend this person, I needed to apologize. And I'll tell you why. I needed to apologize for the way that I made that person feel. Although the, the intent wasn't there, there was no malice. It was really basically a misunderstanding. That's really all it was. And because the person had filled in the blanks and had waited so long, the enemy uh, had it to be a bigger deal than what it really was. It was a simple misunderstanding. 
and I obviously let my attention wander away so much so that whatever the person was saying to me at the time, I overlooked it, and that really was my fault, and the Lord let me know that in no uncertain terms, so as I was listening to them, I the Lord led me to just apologize and say, you know what, I, I really don't remember the incident that way. I can certainly understand, though, why you would be feeling uh, betrayed or overlooked or ignored if, you know, you're in a conversation with someone and they allowed someone else to come in and to take the conversation over and my attention got taken away from us and I certainly didn't make, mean to make you feel uh, that way and I apologize. And once I apologize for that BCU fam, the person got quiet for a, a, a few seconds and thought about it and said, you know what, I think I may have overreacted now that I'm thinking about it. And the Lord just released it right then and there. And once once we got there, it was all said and all done. And we have been fine ever since and love each other all the more. And I say that BCU fam because it's so important for us, you know, in every relationship that we have to make sure that we are okay and that everything is well. And if it's not, we may need to have a conversation. And that that confrontation that I said was biblical, it doesn't have to be ugly. Now, some things may come out of that conversation that don't feel good to us or feel good to the person that has to hear it. It's necessary for us, though, to heal and to move on. And the way to have these conversations is laid out in Matthew chapter 18, uh, right at verse number 15. And it says, moreover, if thy brother shall trespass against thee, go and tell him his fault between thee and him alone. And if he shall hear thee, thou hast gained thy brother. And again, that's Matthew chapter 18, verse number 15. So the proper way to do things is to go to that person and be reconciled. Now, there are other areas. There's a, an escalation process if the person doesn't hear you. And in this case, um, I thank God that, you know, my friend came to me and we got it worked out. It's important to God that we do things this way, BCU fam. It is important. Now, with that, I need to bring this to present day for a perceived slight and how the Lord had me to handle that. So, um, with my social media accounts, there are people that are that I'm friends with and, and acquainted with, and I thank God for each and every person uh, that's part of the BCU family and even my personal social media family. And there's one person in particular that I'm not even sure how we got to be acquainted. I know that in their life over the past, I want to say, year or two, they've had some uh, very serious tragedies that have happened. And because of that, we have forged this bond. Uh, the Lord has just given me a sensitivity, and I thank God for for people that are hurting when uh, they are going through certain things. You know, it's important that that people feel loved and supported and that they know that you're praying for them. I know it's important in my life, and it's important for those that I know that are around me. And this one person, I, the Lord just dropped them in my heart. And I said to myself, you know, I haven't seen a post from them in a while. And I got a little concerned about that because I used to see them posting pretty regularly. And 
when the Lord actually nudged me a couple times. And when I went to go check on the person, I found that we were no longer connected via social media. Now, that's the only way that I know this person, but we were no longer connected. And I thought to myself, oh, you know, what happened here? You know, I wonder if there was a post or something that I put up that offended the individual where they felt like they needed to, you know, take a break from me or whatever the case may be. And what I was led to do, BCU fam, was to reach out to the individual. Now, to my knowledge, I had not said anything to the person or posted anything that I think would be offensive because pretty much on all of my social media pages, you are getting the word of God and, you know, sometimes uh, some personal things or two that I find humorous or some family things. So for anything that I post, it's typically uh, not offensive unless you're looking for something to be offended by. And I just wasn't quite sure what happened. So rather than stew in the situation or try to figure it out, the Lord led me to again go to the person and this is biblical when we go to Matthew chapter 5 I'm going to verse number 23 and you know Jesus said that when we bring our gift to the altar and we remember that thy brother has an ought or an offense against us then we're to leave our gift at the altar and go and be reconciled to our brother and then go and offer the gift and that simply states that you know before we go into worship and to give God praise glory and honor before we go to do that it's important for us to make sure that our relationships are intact and that we do everything that we can to be reconciled to the person now Again, with that reconciliation, it doesn't always mean that the friendship will be where it used to be, but we have to do everything we can, BCU fam, to forgive and to um, make things right again. So I reached out to this person and, you know, sent them a message and just, you know, I didn't attack them or anything like that. Just asked a question and said, you know, I was just checking in. Uh, you, the Lord had dropped you on my heart and I was checking to see if you were okay. And I see that we're no longer acquainted here via social media. Certainly it's within your right to, you know, clean up your, your uh, social media contacts. If that's what you desire, I just wanted to be sure that it wasn't because of something that was said or done that offended you in any way and I got a response back from the individual um, fairly quickly that said oh my goodness you know they weren't paying attention and you know was going through their list and just you know doing a little spring cleaning which we all do and inadvertently uh, deleted me and uh, immediately uh, took care of that right back on and apologized they apologized to me and asked me to forgive them for even having me to think in that way and and I thank God because you know we had a conversation I said you know n- not a problem there was no need to apologize or anything like that you know forgiveness granted although there's nothing to forgive because I get it you know it happens and again BCU fam it was just an oversight it was a, a an oversight simply it's all it was and if I had allowed the enemy to speak to me I could have gone on and on and on about what I had done, uh, what kind of person this was, and how dare they, and people don't want to hear the truth, and I could have gone on and on, and all of that was squashed by just a simple going to the individual. How about that? A simple confrontation. And again, when we go to confront, it does not, we don't go to accuse, we don't go in with um, 
thinking, what the person has thought, and filling in the blanks that way. We just ask a question. That's all there is to it. And we ask the Lord, we pray, we ask God for the timing and for the words, and he gave me exactly what to say, and it worked out beautifully, and we are just fine. So I I wasn't planning to talk about that this week, but there's somebody that needs to hear that it's okay to actually go to a person and to have a conversation, that you can do this so that God is glorified. Uh, It can be done where there is still love there and where there's true forgiveness and reconciliation as the Lord allows. And if you pray and ask God to help you with it, I promise you he will do just that because relationships and how we treat one another is important to God. Uh, The people that he has placed in our lives, they're important, BCU fam. Even if it's it's just a a touch point contact person at, I don't know, the grocery store or at the pharmacy. You know, these relationships, whether long or short term, they are important. How we treat people is important to God. And there's no point in us uh, being saved the way that we say we are and we're mistreating people. I'm reminded of the scripture that says, you know, how can we say that we love God whom we have not seen, yet we do not love our brother who we do see? So it's important for us to make sure that we are loving and that we are forgiving in our relationships. Offenses are going to come. We're going to be offended. And a lot of offenses are, again, misunderstandings and oversights. And if we could just take the time to have those conversations and to clear things up, things would be a lot better for us as the body of Christ. So we're to show the world how it's to be done. So none of this vengeance, getting back at folks, clapping back and and posting things and folding our arms and not talking to people and giving them the mean mugs. That's not what the people of God do. We, We go and we take care of things according to what the word of God says. Amen. Amen. All right, BCU fam. So whoever that was for, may God bless you in your pursuit of your relationships. And if you need some help with this, just reach out to me. There's a contact blend on the blendcouragesyou.com site. There's a tab there. Reach out to me and let's talk about it if need be, okay? And in the meantime, I'll be praying. So listen, BCU fam, I have got to wrap this up. It's always a pleasure being here with all of you. If you have enjoyed what you've heard today, I'd like to hear about that. So once again, if you're not already on the blendcouragesyou.com site, please make your way there, head down to the conversation board, and let's chat some more. So with that, everybody, I want to, again, thank you all so much for your prayerful support and for listening today. I'm going to sign off. And as I do, it is my prayer that the Lord continues to bless you, keep you, make his face to shine upon you, and give you all peace as you... Stay on the wall.